three, two, one, here we go. Before this conversation, before the podcast started, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to That Beautiful Life episode um, 77. Um, the thing is, is that we were talking about, like, we, we mentioned this on the podcast a lot of times, that we, we have these really long, riveted conversations that we should we should definitely record, but we never do. And um, yeah. But I think one of the things that makes it so good is that we, we know we're not recording. Like, I think because we, like, once we hit that record button, there's a certain percentage of, like, we need to be professional and we, we have to be very careful as to what we say. And I think when, when we're not doing that, when we just having a conversation, you and I, a lot of things just comes out raw and natural the way it should. Um, which is, I think, organically, one, some of the best stuff. You guys listen to the podcast and you don't even get half of the good stuff we talk about. But either way, that being said, <laughs> that being said, the thing is, is that like you, you were talking about racism. And in the U.S. and how it has not been solved, it has nothing has been done to make it make things really really better about it. And I use my my relationship with Alex as an example of it, right? Um, when we when Alex and I first met, there's certain things that she knew, there's certain things that I knew. Um, and the thing about it is, is that not just about our ethnicity, but our cultures, right? For me, it was it was about Polish culture. I understood nothing of it. Eastern European culture, nothing of it. Right. And for her, it was, it was black culture. It was, um, Caribbean culture. It was like a lot of stuff she just didn't know. And uh, there were times, and it didn't come from any malicious way. It's not like she was a, a bad person and stuff like that or anything like that. It was just the fact of pure ignorance of the fact, you know, because the fact like she had, you know, she, for years she's had, she's had black friends. She grew up in a black neighborhood where she used to, where she used to visit her grandmother in the U.S. and most of the people in that area where her grandmother lives. Are, are black and yet despite that fact her experience was not the experience of understanding and knowing these people to a certain extent it was always this sort of media perspective as to what black people are how they behave and all these sort of stuff and now i find with alex is that she watches a lot of documentaries and a lot of different stuff about black people and she wants me to watch them with her but <laughs> i'm like i don't need to learn that i already know um but the thing is is that and when i see her watching them i to a certain extent, I, I don't watch those kind of films because they depress me. But I'm, I'm actually proud of her for watching them because of the fact that it's, it shows her, her willingness to learn and understand, basically. You know, and I remember yeah. one film she was watching the other day. She was watching this film about, um, it was a, it was a Chadwick Boseman, um, film, you know, um, the guy who played Black Panther. And mm. it was a film where he was playing a character as a baseball player. You know, um, I can't remember the name of the film. I'm actually pull it, trying to Google it right now as we speak. But I remember um, it was called Forty Two. Forty Two was the was the film, and it was about this baseball player who um, who basically um, he was the first African American baseball player, Jackie Robinson, to play in the major league, and the kind of racism that he faced, you know, as a player. And I ended up inevitably watching the film, like at least the latter end of the film, with her. 
and it really hits like you really understand what this guy to a certain extent how they did the film what he would have gone through and now you wouldn't understand everything but from a perspective of like for example for like me you know a person of color to to sort of like look at a film like this i understand what the 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 prejudice that I may have gone through and I haven't gone through a lot to be honest I've, I've not gone through a lot of prejudice I have gone through some and I have had I have had people call me names and said different things to me and, and all this sort of stuff you know but it's always softer compared to what people would have gone through in those days and so there has been some progress to a certain extent with regards to how people what people say to your face to a certain extent but then people still say things behind your back and then they put policies in place that make it harder for you and more difficult and that's where the the um the problems lie to be to be quite frank with, with regards to that kind of stuff and so a lot of times i'll be talking to alex and she tell me you know what I, I never fully i didn't really see that like for my whole life no one ever mentioned these things no one ever showed me this this was never a conversation around my community among my people we just never knew these things about um, people mm. like she was telling me um the perspective that that she had of black people is that they're always loud and and they they're aggressive and all these different things and and this is again alex is just one year older than me we grew up um we're about the same age you know but we grew up in different places and this is despite the fact that she grew up part of her life in in poland and part in the u.s so you can't say well maybe it's because she's just lived in poland no she hasn't she's lived a portion of her life and gone to school and all that kind of stuff in the u.s and so it's it it was something that was just a global experience for her whereby mm. um you know it was never the communities that she was in never really spoke about stuff like that and, and when they they saw things they talked about it in, in this sort of connotation of like detached from it and it's only after meeting yeah. me and getting to know me even closer because even even knowing me before she knew me she had a friend who um her daughters and sons are mixed race so meaning that the friend was white and her her kids were were black because their dad or whatever were black and the thing is is that for her knowing these friends and all that kind of stuff and the relationship they had it still wasn't enough for her to fully understand things like she would you know you get the, the the pieces of it and all that kind of stuff but it's not the same as like having to live with someone you know and and all that kind of stuff and care about someone this and you then you start to think like how does it like if someone were to do this to, to my to my significant other how would it make me feel or if i had a child what um you know how would it make me feel that kind of stuff you know and so it's it's that kind of like walking someone else's shoe experience where you you only truly understand something when you fully walk in someone else's shoe where you fully um live their experience and you where you have to to where you have to battle for them where you where you know where it's like if someone were to say something about a Polish person per se, or say something about, um, you know, given the fact that I know a bit more about Polish culture now because of Alex, I'm a bit defensive about it to a certain extent. I mean, I'll, I'll crack a joke here and there with Alex about certain things um, that Polish people do. That's between Alex and I. But if I'm out and about and someone says something, you know, because I have Polish kids now, you know, and, um, well, they're British, but, you know. 
<laughs> but so a little, next of stand, a little of that. A little bit of everything, you know. But to the next stand, um, I feel a bit defensive for them. Like I'm ready to to protect them, you know. If if someone were to say or do mm. something that negatively impacts them, it it, it it leads me in an uncomfortable way. And it doesn't even have to do with, with just Alex and so forth. It's like with you, Raj. Like when someone says something about Sweden or you know, maybe someone does the stereotypical Swedish voice from that you hear in movies, I'm like, you know they don't really sound like that, right? <laughs> and then, like <laughs> <laughs> like I like I'm I'm instant I'm like you know like you know my brother's from Sweden and uh, he doesn't sound like that like that. I've I've been to Sweden I've met Swedish people that's not what they sound like this this is a stereotype you know this right <laughs> and it's because of the fact that I've lived the experience and I've gotten to know you so well to the point where it's it's easy for me to say no like that's not what it is yeah, you know? yeah. and that only happens when you reach out and when you you form bonds and connections with people of different cultures different ethnicities and so forth um and i think that's what people need to do more of we need to stop having yeah. these these neighborhoods of segregation because despite the fact that 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 officially segregation ended in, in like the us and different countries where people can live anywhere segregation still exists because and it's not even like a mm. thing like to some extent that it's being forced upon in some places sometimes people just want to live next to people that are like them you know like i've noticed in in the place like Alex always wants to be around Eastern European people like she does a lot of things where she's like oh I want an Eastern European child mind or I want um, you know I, I trust Eastern European people to do this or that and so forth and it, again it's because of the factor of like that's what she's accustomed to she she's so in, it's so ingrained in her it's really hard to pull away from it and I to myself to an extent even though I try I pride myself on the fact that I'm a, a lot more open I to myself still a Caribbean person comes in and is like you know talks to me i meet a caribbean person somewhere i feel a lot closer to them i'm like oh caribbean we are the same <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's like it's like that is you, you feel that kinship and so you you find yourself gravitating to, to that but then there needs to be a certain percentage of being able to pull yourself away from that and being able to say hey there's more to life than that and i need to know yeah. other people i need to be close to other people i need to to connect and empathize with other people who may not be like me who may not have a shared history a shared past as me and that's yeah. the only way people people can truly empathize with each other to a point of being able to make changes in life that would would fix these problems of racism of sexism and other isms that you would have out there you know it's i i i think that the there are certain ingredients to ha- that has to be there mm-hmm. i've been thinking about this it's it's not easy just to say it's a it's a it, it's what it is in many ways, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just saying that it's certain ingredients that has to be there. I think two of them mm-hmm. you mentioned also is is to be curious mm-hmm. about things, mm-hmm. and in in combination with being open minded, mm-hmm. you have to have that kind of sense where you want to learn more about mm-hmm. other things, and and there goes also that goes also for other people and their mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. If if you don't like start there, it's going to be hard because mm-hmm. if you have that. That's the, like the first step to mm-hmm. actually get to know the world around you, mm-hmm. which also goes with 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 the fact of uh, getting to know other people from other countries and uh, ethnic, ethnic uh, what do you say ethnicities, ethnicities. yeah 
Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so stuff like that, you know, oh, I, I'm stumbling there. And <laughs> That's what we're here but, for. <laughs> but also, yeah, yeah. But also, as mentioned before, I think it also has to co- it has to come from different direction. Mm-hmm. That's what comes from you within mm-hmm. that you have to work with as a person growing mm-hmm. up, you know. And hopefully, you you have parents that kind of supports that mm-hmm. and shows that the world is more. Mm-hmm. There's more to it than you see, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I also think then you have the education part, mm-hmm. which we have been talking about as well. That is so important that you get a good education and that you learn. That mm-hmm. you learn also, uh, maybe not the school is enough, you know. Sure, mm-hmm. you get a percentage there, of course. About We talked about the importance of also knowing what... Like, for example, we talked about World War II. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Poland as mm-hmm. also, since Alex is from Poland. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what has formed certain people and certain cultures because of these kind of big events. And, and a lot of them aren't positive. A huge mm-hmm. World War, of course, it's definitely not a great experience. Yes. And that leaves on for quite some time. And, and it, we, as I said, it's good to forget the things that has suppressed you as a, mm-hmm. a, a person or, or as, as people, you might say. Mm-hmm. But it's important not to forget what actually made it happen or the mm-hmm. cause of it so we can learn mm-hmm. from the history because mm-hmm. we, it seems that <laughs> mankind has a really hard time to learn from history. <laughs> and that also goes for, you know, we talked about like slavery. We mm-hmm. talked about everything that came with that and, and, mm-hmm. and also then up in, you made examples in the modern society mm-hmm. for example you talked about this baseball player and mm-hmm. it's just one out of a million but mm-hmm. you know uh, so I, I just think again I'm just thinking about myself you mm-hmm. know also being fortunate to, to travel a lot mm-hmm. I mean because that's a way definitely to broaden your mm-hmm. perspective and to engage with other people mm-hmm. and start to understand as you said you just I mean you were in Sweden just mm-hmm. sure it was just like for a long weekend but mm-hmm. at least you got to see something you got mm-hmm. to meet people you mm-hmm. as you said you, you just realized okay when I hear someone talk like that oh no mm-hmm. that, that, that's that stereotype it's not just it sound like it that so, so <laughs> that adds up to things mm-hmm. I, I can just look back and say all through the travel I've done I mean I mean, met people from so many countries mm-hmm. And I've learned something new every time. Mm-hmm. And I, that also gives me like respect for other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. because I, it also teaches me that I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I am not that freaking important, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly. And, and that is also a very important insight, I think, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people lacks that kind of insight, which mm-hmm. makes them think that they're better than mm-hmm. their neighbor mm-hmm. just because they come from another country or have another tone mm-hmm. when it comes to the skin you know mm-hmm. it's like yeah it is it is a, it is a thing like that and I, I think the other thing too as well i think through, this is a personal thing for me is that you truly don't know how much um like you truly don't it, the empathy levels don't hit true until um until someone comes home like and, and when i say that i mean like I remember when before I first came to the UK and um you know I remember like I, I always think my family's really pro- progressive. I think like my family very accepting and positive and so forth. I remember having a family member, right? Not an immediate family, extended family member, just to be clear, my, my immediate family is super progressive. But um I remember having <laughs> I remember having an extended family member um tell me that hey, don't come home with a white girl. And I was like, uh uh-huh. And she was like, she's like, you know, like, 
like you know what they're like and all that kind of stuff you know and it was because of the fact that she has this negative connotation with regards to to white people thinking of them as as these oppressive people who've done all these bad things and all that kind of stuff in the past and so for her perspective you know as a as a black caribbean woman is like nah don't come in with a white girl and the thing is is that it made me like i it irked me when i thought about it because i was like but I've always known you to be a very open person to a certain extent and and very yeah. you know progressive but to hear you say something like that is like Ugh, like that's how you think that kind of doesn't hit right, mm. right right and then when I inevitably came you know went back to Trinidad and I showed this family member a picture of Alex and I was like hey this is my this is my missus um what made me I guess to a certain extent I was surprised was that she was strangely enough um comfortable and 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 okay with 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 Alex because I, what I didn't find out is that you know when I would send pictures of Alex back to to mom and my sisters and so forth they showed this to family and she had already seen pictures of Alex and I guess she saw how how happy I was or whatever have you and she was when I by the time I got back and and I I spoke about Alex and I showed her pictures of when I was here in the UK and so forth last time she was again very supportive of it and I think it's that's why I say like you truly don't know until you bring someone home because a lot of times people think that they can handle something like you can think like oh great you know i'm a very open person and stuff like that but then you know maybe someone comes home like your brother or your sister or your son or your daughter and they they brought someone home that maybe you will you don't fully like you tease yourself you think like i'm i'm going to be supportive but then they come home it's like maybe your son comes home with a with a boyfriend and it's like dad uh, um, this is Henry and Henry's my boyfriend but you think to yourself all, all these years you're like mm, I am very open and I'm I'm good with, with gay p- people and everything like that but then your son comes to with a, with a boyfriend and you start thinking oh, but I didn't want him to have a boyfriend I wanted him to have a girlfriend so we could talk about girls together and um, <laughs> yeah. and then you, you find yourself but then you see that he's happy and you start thinking you know what yes. does it really matter yeah. and, well some people go the other direction where they're like no I don't want this for you you know and I think that's the thing when it comes to a lot of stuff, racism, sexism, whatever have you, isms, is that you only truly know where you stand when you when you actually have someone like that come into your life and come into your home and become a part of your family where you start thinking, hey, it's there's a, there's a lot of um of different things that you you realize that you you think differently about certain stuff, you know. Um and even like for me, like I think I'm, I think of myself as a very progressive person and I'll be fully honest about this on the podcast. You guys know me already to the point where I can say stuff like this. Um, you know, so I've got two boys now, you know, um, and the thing is, is that personally speaking, I would prefer that they come in with girlfriends, right? Like I'm just saying it'll be easier on me. (laughs) Because <laughs> I look forward to the days when when I could talk to them about girls, you know, I could say, hey, you know, we could go out to to the like, you know, we could be working out at the gym or have a go to the pub or something, and they could be telling me about their girlfriend problems, like, you know, like that, you know, I I met this girl and blah 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 and so forth. I'd be like, son, well, you see the thing about women is, you know, <laughs> I could come in and be like that guy, yeah, but see, yeah. but the thing is, is that. I don't know what they, like who they're gonna choose when they when they get to that point when like what like how their brains work and how you know what it's gonna happen, but I need to be secure in myself to know that no matter what happens, I have to be there for them. Like I have to be supportive. I have exactly. to be that kind of person. Mm. And so I haven't had to face that situation yet. But 
because of the fact that I know how I'm internally built and my history and how I was raised and all that kind of stuff, I'm slowly having to break down walls and and build up this sort of um, way of thinking that no matter what they like, who they bring home, I'm there. You know, I'm I'm ready for yeah. it. You know. And I think that's what more and more people need to do is that you need to be ready for whatever happens. And also, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of mixed families would be great. You know, you, you find a lot of families from a lot of different places. You know, maybe, maybe you have a, a Swedish, um, dad and a, and a, a Jamaican wife or, you know, a Chinese, um, husband and, uh, um, a Portuguese, um, wife or however you want to do it. But the thing is, is that I think you have, when you have cultures come together and all that kind of stuff, that's when you start to have understanding because yeah. then you, you and, find and of, you have. Of, of, mm-hmm. I, I think I just want to say, I, I also think it's important to say that time will definitely make the change as well, yeah. slowly, but, but, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean we, we can just sit back yeah. and everything's going to be fine. We have to work with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm just thinking because I mean I'm I'm thinking about my my dad that isn't alive anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean he he grew up. He was born in 1938, mm-hmm. and of course the world looked different mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Uh, I mean there were hardly I can't even imagine it was one almost like well maybe just a few colder people in mm-hmm. Sweden for example at that time. Mm-hmm. It took even longer for example for Finland. I mean mm-hmm. it, it's. It, the, the world changes mm-hmm. and it changes also due to the fact that we live in a modern time where, where you know, internet is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we meet, uh, in, in, on different, uh, in different ways, mm-hmm. not only physical by traveling. And now mm-hmm. that's even not even possible almost <laughs> due to the Corona pandemic, pandemic, which is a shame in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can, so, uh, yeah, binds, ties, uh, ties us uh, to a certain extent but but i am just saying that it's uh it, it will it, it, i mean i can just think of i mean i was born like uh late 60s and and lived my my like years of being a child in the 70s and i can just see <laughs> huge differences mm-hmm. from from the 70s into 80s and so forth mm-hmm. and luckily uh when it comes to these things mm-hmm. i think so much has become better mm-hmm. there are still negative forces out there and I think it has mainly to do with as we were saying before people not being educated enough and also uh, being afraid mm-hmm, yeah. actually being afraid mm-hmm. uh, not really knowing what it is or what it can do or if mm-hmm. it actually it, literally it's nothing but they, they, they have this kind of perception or thought about it that mm-hmm. it, it might hurt them you know mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's the thing but I think besides that again as I said you just have to I mean you said it really well I mean mm-hmm. I have two sons they are now over 20 both mm-hmm. of them and it seems as if they prefer girls <laughs> not 100% yet but we'll see about that but I, but you're right. Of course. I mean, I am a het- heterosexual person. Mm-hmm. I prefer girls. Mm-hmm. I like. Bo- uh, b- oh, stop right there. Yeah, you said I what like, you like women. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> so I, like I want to. <laughs> I, I want to talk about that as well with my sons, encourage and everything, and, and uh, I mean, I, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> because I just had this story from my, one of my friends actually in the band, mm-hmm. uh, the guitarist. He said, well, you know, recently last weekend, mm-hmm. his son came home with, with a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just, actually, he wasn't, he didn't know. But then mm-hmm. the morning after, she came down and she was like, mm-hmm. you know, 
she was super good looking. He was like, okay. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, my name's Joan, and hello. And, uh, you give the son a high but, five, you shake his hand, you say, good job, yeah, son. You've exactly. done a good job. You're very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... The bottom line is, at the end of the day, it could have been a boy yeah, that exactly. came down the stairs. And 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 I'm just saying again, mm-hmm. um, how is the reaction going to gonna be? That's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah if you didn't know, exactly. That could be like, Oopsie Daisy. <laughs> okay, let's talk football then, <laughs> uh, which can be fun. But but I, I'm just saying, I think it's that thing again. I, I maybe I've touched it before. I've kind of forgot what I said. But mm-hmm. but it's like you you have to realize you're not that important. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's his or hers life and her or his feelings, and mm-hmm. they have to experience. Exactly, they have to feel. Mm-hmm. They have the right to do that. Exactly, you don't have the right to control them or tell what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You can you can. You can give advice. Mm-hmm. You, you can talk about it. Maybe mm-hmm. even be honest and say that. Well, for now, it feels a bit like whoa, it's new and maybe a bit awkward. But what's best mm-hmm. for you is best for you, and I, I support that one hundred percent. I just want you to be happy. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. it's so. I, I we have to go there. We have mm-hmm. to be that modest. We have to be that open-minded again. Mm-hmm. I think it leads down to that path and. And when we get there, I think life mm-hmm. overall will, will be so much better for everyone because mm-hmm. you will feel more relaxed about things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you won't be that suspicious just because you got new neighbors from another country and mm-hmm. you don't know who the hell they are or what they're going to do about things. But, you know, you just I think have, maybe just go over and say hi and I, see I, what happens. I also think it's the more you meet people, you know, like um, the, like you've, you've traveled, I've traveled, we've met people from different places. You've traveled more than I have. And the thing is, is that. I'm a lot more open-minded than I used to be when I was younger. When I was younger, oh, you- I was so close-minded about because it was all I knew. All I knew was what I was taught when I was growing up, and all I knew was was what I was what the environment I was around. And it was only after I traveled more and I got to know people from different countries and all these different things that I became as open-minded as I am now. If maybe if if, if bro, if, mm-hmm. I have to say this. Sorry, I have to get in here now. <laughs> I can tell I've known you for quite a few years now, mm-hmm. and I can I can hear or see the change. Yeah. You know, I can do that because I remember when you were about to go. I think it was the first time to the U.S. Mm-hmm. for a convention or mm-hmm. what was it? I can't really remember now. Mm-hmm. It was a huge thing. You weren't too keen on, on traveling mm-hmm. either, flying and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, cool, it's going to go fine. You know, you just relax and yeah, enjoy the ride, whatever. Mm-hmm. This might be some beautiful flight to 10. <laughs> I don't I remember know that one. <laughs> <laughs> so things went well. And from that point, you've been doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I just wanted to say, I mean, I haven't really been thinking about it. But now when we talk about it, mm-hmm. I, I, I know and mm-hmm. I feel that you have... Mm-hmm. You have been, you've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've learned. You've, you've got stuff to your... Mm-hmm. Your book of life, mm-hmm. you know. To I think write we all have. I think I think we we all have. I mean, yeah. you have, I have, and, and yeah, yeah, sure. Everyone definitely. around us, you can see the change in people over time. You know, even like it, it is true. It, it is true. But but I just meant that certain specific I, thing, I, and, of, and I get it of, of, of travel and, and and as you said, meeting meeting other people from mm-hmm. other countries and 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 get like the experiences i remember know. the first time i i, I met a small things but yeah. i met an old white couple on a flight coming back and i think i've told the story before coming back from from um, san francisco heading to florida 
And I remember I was so like I I, I was like because in my mind the whole mindset I have when I was going to, to to California was like I'm going to the US. It's full of racists. White folks are gonna be super racist to me unless they they're young. And I was like, I need to be prepared. Like, I need to be mentally and physically prepared. That if someone hits me some racist shit, I need to be able to handle it. And um, <clears throat> I remember when I got on my flight, like, I just wanted to sit. If it wasn't some young person, I just wanted to be by myself in a aisle. I didn't really want to be next to anyone. And my seat, this was the most terrifying thing for me at the time. I was seated between <laughs> an old white couple, right? It was, they were middle-aged or older, however you want to say. I can't remember their age. They probably were in their 50s or something. But they were aged compared to me. And I remember looking, coming up to my seat and... Rog, I looked at the aisle. My number, I, I think I, I could, it was like, because you know they, they labeled aisles A, B, C on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember my ticket said like, let's say it was like 26B. And I looked at it and I was like, are you sure it's not? Because I look at the aisle in, in front and the aisle behind and there were other people there. And I was like, okay, I'm more comfortable sitting next to them. And there was an old um, white woman on one side and an old um, white guy on the other side of the seat. And I was, I stood there and I looked in and the lady looks up at me and she's like, is this your seat? And I was like, I think so. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then she came out and she came out for me to get in. And I was like, okay, let me just put my bag up. And she was like, oh no, no, let me, let me put it for you. And I was like, no, no, I got it. I got it. And then the guy sitting there, he looks up at me and he's like, just let her do it, man. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I gave her the bag. She puts my <laughs> bag and I sit down. And that lady and I spoke for the entire flight from, from California, well, not for the entire flight, for most of the flight from California to to San Fran, um, to Florida, because of the fact that we had a, she had the, the book from Trevor Noah, um, Born a Crime, on her lap, and I was like, oh, you you read Trevor Noah, and she was like, oh yeah, a friend recommended it to me, and then we started talking from there, and I told her a, a bit uh. of my life story, and she told me a bit of her life story, and then I found out you know about her family and and all this sort of stuff, and then the the tail end of the flight, I ended up talking to her husband, the guy next to me was her husband on the other side, and then he told me some stuff, and then when we got off the flight, we waved each other goodbye and exchanged phone numbers, and that was despite the fact that I was terrified to talk to these to like sit next to these people before I sat next to them because I was thinking, oh my god, it's gonna be racist, and even despite meeting them, some time later when I was flying from Texas to um to London. I was on a flight and I sat next to a Texan couple, big, round guy, heavy Texan accent, America, and stuff like that. And it was I was in between him and his wife, and I didn't even say a word to them. I was just like, "Stay quiet, Q. Pretend you're not black. <laughs> Maybe they won't notice, you know." Because <laughs> uh, and this was this was height of Trumpness in the U.S. I'm like. My God, you've seen all the stuff on television and everything like that, and I'm like, ah, just just pretend like you don't exist. They won't even notice you. And these people, we ended up chatting, and they were going on vacation, and um, they kept when when I left my seat to go to the, to the restroom, they got snacks for me. You know, when the when the air hostess passed around with the refreshments, they took my refreshments oh. for me. And when I when they got up, I collected for them, and we had a little chat as to what they were doing and all that kind of stuff. And we may not have agreed on everything. But we had a nice chat, and at the end of the flight, we waved each other goodbye. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, look at that. 
Mm. And so it's a thing whereby sometimes it just takes a little hello and a, and a conversation because of the fact that... Exactly. The small things. And it's also great to, at least with those kind of things, to actually see that, oh, I'm wrong mm. about this. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was stereotyping them. I was, And I, I don't know what they were thinking of me. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I was already thinking these guys are going to be super racist to me. And I'm just not up for that right now. I'm just not... I don't want to deal with that, you know. And so I was <laughs> just... Start. I was terrified of what they would say and what they would do. And it's the same thing like when I was in Germany, I felt the same way. I was like, of all the people out there, it was very rare for me to see another black guy, you know, just walking around Germany. And yeah. especially when I was out at night by myself, I felt so uncomfortable. I think I told you this before. I felt so uncomfortable yeah. because and whenever I saw another person of color, they would wave at me and they would smile and they, we never knew each other. Like, I didn't know this guy or this girl, but they would look at me with like, oh, another one. With the same looking, oh my god, look at him, beautiful. And like, and in the same way, I talked the same way. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, she's majestic. And the thing is, is that we would wave at each other. There would be this, this weird, awkward, happy, strange wave and smile we'd give each other in passing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was because of the fact that we, you, every almost everyone around us was a different complexion and i remember alex telling yeah. me she had a similar experience where she went to india working for a company and um or was it pakistan or one of those countries and she said when she got there um she she went um to, to this factory or something <clears throat> and everyone in the factory like 700 people or whatever have you were in the factory everyone stopped working when she walked in, because she was this one white girl that just walked, this young white girl walks yeah. into the, the this company, and everyone is brown, and they look at her like, oh my god, you know, and for her, yeah. she felt so uncomfortable in that moment that she said for the rest of the trip, she wore like the full garb and face wrap-up stuff and everything like that, to so that people don't notice her, like people don't stare mm. at her when she's walking out in public, and, and you know, all these sort of things, and I get that. Like when she told me that story, I was like, I get it. Because for me as a black guy, when I go to, you know, a, a, a beautiful chocolate complexion bloke, when I go to, to countries where it's predominantly white, um, I feel that way if I'm by myself, you know. And I think one of the things that made me so comfortable in Sweden is that you were with me um, everywhere I went. I think if I was going to Sweden yeah. by myself and I was wandering around, I feel I would have felt a bit more self-aware of... of, of of myself because of the fact that most of the people in Sweden are, are white and because of that I would basically be so aware of that that anyone that looked at me I'd be like why are you staring at me in my mind I'm just like what are you judging me are you looking to say something rude I don't know right when despite the fact that they probably just don't they or they're probably just curious maybe they just yeah. see me and they're like oh I've not seen a guy that looks like that before interesting you know and I would say for a fact, when, when I was, when I grew up in, in Trinidad and Tobago and whenever I would see a white person, I would stare a bit because, you know, they were, they were unique. They weren't very common. You saw them yeah. on television, mm. you know, but you never, they didn't grow up in my neighborhood until a white guy moved into the neighborhood and then we were like, ah, oh, we have our own white boy now. Perfect. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, you know, as you, as we became friends and all that kind of stuff, then it was like, nah, he's just like yeah. the rest of us. Like, nah, he's no longer interesting anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, he lost it, his... There was nothing exotic about this dude. He was yeah. just the, like anyone else. And it was like, he lost was his, 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 yeah. his, pat, his flavor. You know, he was, it was like, yeah. you, you have, let's say for example, like the first time I had moose. Moose was this exotic, amazing thing. Now I have moose again and I'm probably like, nah, it's moose. <laughs> I've had it before. <laughs> yeah. I know what 
what it tastes like. <laughs> you know, true. Um, true. Yeah. So it's it's that yeah. kind of thing, and I think um, I think yeah. generally speaking, it, it. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Amazing world. What are we living? That being said, exactly. jumping into the, the the topics of the week quickly here. Um, I went yeah. to my dentist again. Love my dentist. Gentle de- um gentle dental care in Reading is amazing in Reading, the UK. Um, and my dentist is amazing, and her assistant is amazing. And those ladies treat me like I feel like whenever I go there, I, like I am just the the best person on the planet, and they're just there to just make me feel comfortable and nice Good. and great. And I have to go back next weekend again because I have to get some more work done. But I look forward to go to the dentist. Like I was afraid to go to the dentist the first time. I was like, they're gonna kill me here. And now. I go to the dentist and my dentist says, I'm looking forward to seeing her. I'm like, you know, we, we, we have a little thing going on. We have a little chat. You know, she tells me about her week. I tell her about mine. We talk about music and movies and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I am happy to see you. <laughs> you know? And, you know, even just to, um, we can't see each other's mouth. Well, she can see my mouth. I can't see hers because she's wearing a mask. But I assume she smiles under the mask when she sees me. You know, I'm, I'm assuming she sees me and she's Probably. like, oh, cute. Because when, when she sees me, she's like, oh, Caduce, how are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm so fine. And um, <laughs> that's how I sound when I talk to my dentist. You know, I have that same voice. You know, she sounds that way. I sound that way. We all sound that way. Her sister is like, oh, Caduce, come on in. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And um, that's how we all sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know and basically yeah i look forward to going to the dentist now and um so i went to the dentist last weekend i'm going next weekend again um also spent cool. some time um alex and the boys went over to lexus and spent some time there um over the weekend um after i come, came back from the dentist so we had a little day um there and then the next day i i, I was with lex and, and zion we were feeding ducks um at the the river which was strangely relaxing you know the swans are be- very nice. mean though they they kick the duck's butts like you drop a piece of bread between a swan and a duck. The duck starts going for it, and the oh, yeah. swan comes out like like like, like that's my, my bread. Like get out of here! And he yeah. he swings in his beak. I'm, I'm bigger, move. <laughs> and the ducks are so afraid. They're like, oh damn! No. I know. I'm like, you? yeah. Watch out! Swans can be mean. I I've been chased by a swan. I, I think a lot of <laughs> yeah, it's true. They can they can bite you. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, they they are mean, mother. Uh, I can imagine that, you fighting a sword, like like the sword pulls up on you, and he's like, mm, "Is that your woman? I'm a taker from you." And you're like, "No, sword, I'm a fight for her." <laughs> you and a sword get into fisticuffs. I'll strangle that long <laughs> throat. You know? He's pecking at you, and you're swinging punches. No, no, we love we love animals. Don't get me wrong here. We love animals. True, but I know what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, exactly, I've seen it close-handed. Yeah, they're mean man. That was the first time I saw. I was so close to a swan. I was like, damn, these guys yeah. are mean bastards. You know, I found myself throwing the bread. Beautiful birds, mm-hmm. definitely. It's, it's cool, but yeah, they can. Get, can they fly though? They gotta. I've been wondering that. Uh, can swans they? fly? That's a freaking good question. I don't know. <clears throat> I haven't seen a swan fly, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe they can. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about your week, Raj? What have you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> no ducks, no swans. <laughs> but 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 a week with music. It's been I've been quite productive. I actually started out the week, or was it midweek? I can't remember now. Stripping in front of the microphone, and I recorded mm-hmm. <laughs> a body percussion piece when I playing, you know, on my and chest and everything, mm-hmm. making beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was quite fun, actually. 
So that was that, and also a good rehearsal with the with the hard rock band. Mm-hmm. And uh, then moving into the weekend, I mentioned to you before that Agent Adam came over. Mm-hmm. We had some some tacos, and then just had mm-hmm. a good time, good wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, sooner I'll talk about the movies as well, because mm-hmm. of course he had something on his list that he wanted <laughs> us to watch. So we did. Oh, at this point of time, actually, he hadn't watched those movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is quite uncommon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's been a, overall, I think, a good week. We mentioned the colder weather; mm-hmm. it's been colder, definitely, mm-hmm. um, and wind also. So uh, yeah, ugh, didn't, yesterday I didn't, I hardly went out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. It was cold. But, um, it was a cold day, yeah. man. It was cold day. I did find a video. Swans can fly. Just to confirm for everyone, there's a video here. Uh, oh, good. Oh, there we have it. I see it. Recently, yeah, thank you. you. Know, um, I mean, they should. They have to. Yeah, <laughs> they have to. According yeah. to to um to the website ex, um, exploration um squadron dot com, it says um all swan all species of uh, of swan can fly very high and at great speed those swans glide gracefully um in the water they are also capable of moving very fast in the air um swans belong to a family of birds called the uh, the antidae um and genius um Cyrogonus. um so yeah they're closely related to ducks and geese um but they're more sexy than gus than ducks and geese. Uh, I I I mean I, that's what's written here. I didn't just say that to myself. You know, I'm just like I didn't make that. <laughs> yeah, <up>. exactly. <laughs> so you don't, you're you're not making it up. Mm-hmm. It's actually written. So. It's written there. Okay, yeah. we got to believe that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's written, it's true. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. anything that's written on the internet it must be believed. You know, and that's basically what it is. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of people do <laughs> think like that. But that's another story. <laughs> All right. So, what about gaming, buddy? Gaming. Um, for this week, I haven't I really played play. anything. Like, I've I've been okay. so busy. There's only one game I've been playing. It's East um, East Nine, and I, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. As in, no. it's nothing other than the fact that I like the game, and I think other people who like JRPGs and action games will like it. So I haven't think. What about you? Oh, I I went um, back. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I said it's before. Also in the podcast, I like to go back to games I played before. Mm-hmm. It could be like a year ago, and then just go back to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like a multiplayer, and and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. I went back checking out a game called The Cycle on Epic Games, mm-hmm. uh, and I did play this some, um, and I also streamed it. It's at least a year, one and a half year ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a free to play multiplayer FPS. Mm-hmm. It has this kind of unique mix of uh, PvP and PvE. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're playing as a prospector, so you are on this edge of space mm-hmm. <laughs> in pursuit of fame and fortune, mm-hmm. uh, fortune. Mm-hmm. So, as said, PvP, PvE, mm-hmm. uh, you have to outsmart your enemies to finish the most contracts mm-hmm. and escape before the cycle of deadly storm hits you. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of BR, mm-hmm. but with a twist. So what you do is, uh, you can play I know it's like a third season now, uh, Cycle Season 3, uh, and I've been playing some, this, especially this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I teamed up with like, it was random squads, mm-hmm. uh, you can also play solo, where you can also actually team up, mm-hmm. being, becoming a duo in, in solo, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird. I'm not too funny. <laughs> That's a weird concept, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually playing that as well, and then I met like two guys that had teamed up. That mm-hmm. was a bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but but it's kind of cool, I have to say.、Mm-hmm. The world, and also you know, you you prospect, you like mine, and、mm-hmm. and you do certain tasks and and collect drones, and you do you get points,、mm-hmm. and when you have like the time is up, as it says here, the, the storm comes, and you just have to get to the extraction points、mm-hmm. uh, if you're still alive, <laughs> uh, because you have like one two one, like a if you get downed.、Mm-hmm. Uh, or 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 killed.、Mm-hmm. You 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 have you spawn one time again,、mm-hmm. and if you then die、uh, the second time, you're you're out. You're、so、dead at that point. Yeah.、Uh, but but you you can still get get points. If for example, I was the only survivor in one of my squads, and I made it back to the、uh, you know extraction point,、mm-hmm. so we still came on on like third place,、mm-hmm. and and therefore they got their points as well. Okay, so it's a it's, team it's thing. A, Yeah, it's kind of an interesting game. The developer is Jagger.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play it on quite low specs, also、mm-hmm. if you have a computer that isn't that strong.、Mm-hmm. It was released in in 2019 September,、mm-hmm. and I do know that Adam has a a friend, a game developer that actually has been working on this game.、Mm-hmm. He was living ab- abroad、mm-hmm. for for a year or two, and and he, he was in this project.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool, I have to say.、Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind again, this this is free to play.、Um, there, you can、yeah. get like 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 packs and stuff like that. You can buy like. Um, most popular pack, like I guess cosmetic stuff and all that kind of things. Yes,、um, I think the prices range between like four ninety nine and、um, I'm seeing up to twenty quid. Um, um, is the the average? Or actually, whoa, it's up to forty forty seven ninety nine. Is a is a、um, most wanted、um, starter pack.、Um, I personally、mm-hmm. don't know what's in those packs. Um, Roger, maybe you can say a bit more about that. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's available on Epic Game Store. So if you want to get it, it's supposed to be coming to Steam, but it's not there yet. So、um, yeah, yeah, true. So that's the、uh, that's that is the cycle. One other thing I want to add, gaming wise, before we move on to to Telly, <clears throat> is that today is International Women's Day. So happy oh yeah International Women's Day to all the beautiful ladies out there. We appreciate you. Yes,、um, and um for. Well, this day is, is kind of important to me, or significant to me, for two reasons.、Um, one, because it's actually Ty's birthday today, so、um, oh, he's three now, and、um, oh, so he does not know really understand that it's his birthday、um, today. He just he kept saying this morning, I have I am I have three today, and、um, I have three birthdays today, or something like that. He was saying because he he has a little button that says three on him that he he's wearing right now、um, at the chime and、oh. and for him he just thinks all birthdays. Are just days to just have a good time, like like maybe like Christmas or something. He doesn't really fully. I don't think it, it fully sinks in them that it's actually his birthday and why it, it matters、um, or、yeah. the significance of it, pussy.、Um, but he's just happy to like have chocolates and and have a nice day and so forth. So、um, even though I've told him happy birthday <laughs> this morning,、so nice. I'm just gonna say, Ty, I know you're not gonna understand this until probably you're much older. But if you are listening to this in the future, happy birthday, son. And、um, not just that, but also the gaming side of things is, <clears throat> as it's、um, International Women's Day.、Um, if you happen to have Game Pass, there are a few games that they've put together as a collection of games with,、um, you know, with, with women in it that are that are great、uh-huh. games. And、um, I can speak for some of them.、Um, Hellblade: Sinner's Sacrifice is one of them. Celeste is another.、Um, you you、um, played the medium.、Cool. That's one that's in there as well,、um, mm-hmm. as well as Control、um, and Spiritfarer. And、um, there's a bunch of others, including Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and so forth, that are on that are part of Game Pass.、Um, Rico is another one, and so is the Outer Worlds. So um, maybe um, you know if you are a gamer. And you wanna celebrate, you know, 
the beautiful ladies out there maybe you you hop into one of these games um it, it, um maybe you enjoy it and not just that but also show appreciation for the women in your life whether it's your mom your sister your girlfriend um or maybe that next door neighbor who you fancy and um just want to say hi and maybe offer some chocolates just don't be creepy about it be nice you know um <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> exactly but yeah you know happy international women's day to all the ladies out there and um hope you guys uh we you know that we appreciate you you know um yeah, we appreciate you true women give a lot to the world you know without women we would have yeah. no men so yeah. true yeah. exactly so <laughs> let us move on to the the stuff that we've been watching this week it's uh um would you like to start first you've got more things than me and what i have is very brief. yeah i have i got i'm gonna be quite <laughs> i'm not gonna talk too much on each and every one but mm. i think it was worth mentioning mm-hmm. uh because it's new things yes sure i we're still watching me and isaac watching twin peaks the old old uh twi- twin peaks one and two season still love it uh, but yeah, Adam came with two suggestions. Mm-hmm. One is Lupin Third. Mm-hmm. Now, Lupin is an anime kind of figure mm-hmm. uh, that I think it was tr- he was used already back in the days with uh, Mr. Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki, yeah. uh, the one and only. And it's an interesting character. It's like an, in a way, watching it reminded me a bit about Ten Ten. Uh, uh, but it's not that <laughs> because he's not that uh, like really nice normal kind of guy. He's more like a, a gentleman thief, if I put it like that, uh, to be gentle about things. Mm-hmm. But it's great, actually. This is great animation. Mm-hmm. It really looks nice. It was released in 2019. Mm-hmm. Again, the full title is Loop in the Third, the First. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a 6.9 on IMDb, and uh, in this uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes on a grand adventure to uncover the secrets of the Bresson Diary, mm-hmm. which is tied to the legacy of his famous grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's exciting. I mean, he has like a sidekick. He meets a girl that is a bad thief mm-hmm. because she has been forced into it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil why. Mm-hmm. She's cute. She's uh, alongside with him. Mm-hmm. He also has two helpers that are pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. One is a sword master. Mm-hmm. Another guy is good with the gums. Mm-hmm. And uh, also there's another uh, sassy lady that comes into play that kind of helps them out later mm-hmm. on uh, so yeah I highly recommend this if you like good animation and, and good movies like that it, this is definitely uh, something you can watch and it can probably be watched with like maybe not small children mm-hmm. but you know it's it's a family movie in that sense if you have a bit uh, older kids yeah so Lupin the Third yeah mm-hmm. big thumbs up it was fun to watch mm-hmm. then I'm gonna add something quite quirky and, and dynamite <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's an action comedy movie called Black Dynamite mm-hmm. from 2009 mm-hmm. it has a 7.4 on IMDb I would put it there somewhere it's a uh, Black Dynamite, by the way, is the greatest African-American action star of the 1970s, when his only brother is killed by the man. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's up to him to find justice. This is very... up to style mm-hmm. it's like it's fun also because it's in the 70s mm-hmm. the car the music oh man the music is mm-hmm. it's, it's great and he's over the top mm-hmm. he's like a, a black bruce lee <laughs> if i put it like that 
And uh, it's amazing. I, I think it's super cool. Uh, so if you want to get a good laughter, mm-hmm. but also some cool action uh, alongside with that, mm-hmm. you can definitely check out Black Dynamite from 2009. Definitely. That's the movie. And if I remember correctly, there was a new Dynamite film that came out recently that was like a, a story as to how the Dynamite stuff started happening. I watched that one. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think oh. maybe you were the one who told me about it. I can't remember for sure. Um, no, I'm not sure about that though. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, but I remember watching one, and it was it was called Dynamite, and uh, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, and it starred. Um, I remember Eddie Murphy was in it, if I'm correct. Um, uh-huh. And so let me actually let me double check so I'm not like saying something and I'm wrong. Eddie <laughs> Murphy. You let me see this. So I'm looking at Eddie. Eddie's profile right now Which by the way A new movie came out For him recently actually I think it's called um, Oh yeah I think it's called Coming to America 2 And um, True Yeah I've had it got, got some bad reviews here <laughs> I mean I haven't seen it But I just it, read about it This week I've heard good things From my From from uh, my sister No Bells Was like She liked it uh-huh. She said it's not as good As the first But it's Okay it's um, it's a good uh, um, How can I say follow Oh I'm saying Dynamite And it's Dolomite Dolomite um, is uh-huh. my name okay. is the one I'm the film I'm thinking about, um, and you're talking about dynamite. So yeah, I mean, look at that, Black Dynamite. Um, ooh, like that. There is an actually animated television series mm-hmm. that that is based on this 2009 film mm-hmm. of the same name, which is Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So there's actually an. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Ooh, la, la. So it's an adult animated series. Yeah, cool. Interesting. Right. Um, for me, I've been watching um, the new Pokemon series. Um, <laughs> Oh, so weird for me. Um, I made a video yes, look at that. earlier this week on YouTube, um, last week, sorry, about how um, how terrible the Pokemon games have been, and they, even though there's new ones coming out, um, there haven't been much changes. I'm a bit intrigued by some of them, but it's not really. I'm not really that excited. And excuse me, despite the fact that I that you know what I said and all that kind of stuff, I was like, you know what? It's been a while since I've watched Pokemon. Right? What if I just take a look and see what it's about? Because I was also thinking, like, it was one day I was picking up Ty and, um, you know, his chime in had Pokemon on the telly. So I was like, are, are you guys watching Pokemon? And she's like, no, her son is watching it because he's home today. So I was like, oh, okay, mm. cool. And I, every time I go over, he, it's on. So I was like, wow, he is always watching this Pokemon stuff. And I remember when I was a yeah. kid, I loved Pokemon watching the, the animation. So I told to myself, I wonder if the boys would like it, you know, like what if they would like watching this stuff? And so at that point in time, I ended up starting to, I put it on, on the telly, like, sorry, I Googled like, where can you watch Pokemon? And I pulled it up on the Pokemon website and I was testing to see if like it would play. And as it started playing, I couldn't stop watching. And I watched like seven episodes, like within like two days or something, I'd watch seven episodes of the, the like newest season of Pokemon or something. And I was enjoying it. So I have to say, surprisingly enough, Pokemon Journeys, I think is the new season, the one that I'm watching at least, um, Pokemon Journey is, is, is a good season. Like it's, it's, um, Ooh. it's got some, some good characters. Um, it's got a, a new guy called Go, um, in it, you know, along with Ash. And, um, and that, that's G-O-H, if I'm correct. Um, and it's, it's also, it's how they, they've done it. They've done it in a way where the characters are not just stuck in one region or something like that. They're just sort of like moving around, you know, they're sort of like, um, okay. going from place to place. And, you know, it, it's interesting. I have to say it's a really nice mm. thing. And the good thing, it's free on the Pokemon website. 
So you can watch. Uh-huh. You can go on to just search um, Pokemon.com <clears throat> forward slash whatever your country is. For me, it's, it's UK um, Pokemon episodes, and then you can just watch them. Like I don't know if it works in every country because you know some of the stuff is regional. But here in the UK, it works for me, and I can watch every every episode, and I've, and not just from this season, but you can watch every other season as well. So mm-hmm. I was surprised by that. I was like, somehow I would expect yeah. this to be a Netflix or something or Amazon, and and there'd be a cost to it. But instead, you could just basically go through and watch every Pokemon movie for free on this website. And I think it's the same for the movies. I think you could literally load up any Pokemon movie. Um, let me see if I'm correct. Uh, no, no, it's not the same for the movies. But for this, this, the episodes, you can watch every episode, every Pokemon episode just right there um, for the anime. And I think that's super cool. Mm. So just wanted to point that out maybe you want to check out some Pokemon with your kids if you have young kids you may actually find this yeah. interesting so yeah that's that's basically nice. it for me hmm? yeah Good. that's about it so Raj there's a what? thing we yeah. should do right about now what's that thing called shout out for your podcast ah! shout out for your podcast this week is again for I don't know how many times we've said this HPMP um, JRPG podcast what can you say about it Raj podcast about jrpgs and all things gaming so i have managed Ooh. to hold on a regular spot on this podcast right i've been on i don't know it's been three or four episodes so far regularly um every look at that they record every two weeks right uh, about every two weeks mm-hmm. on, on average um it records and um this is on on um on shadowly hd's um youtube channel and again uh, <sighs> One, it, being on this podcast really hammers home to me how much I love doing podcasts. And um, two, there's like so many different personalities on it that we just have a good time. I mean, everyone has their own little quirks. So, you know, like one of the guys, um, Riku, is just in, he's enamored about um, Falcom JRPGs and he loves the Vita. And so whenever Riku comes in, Riku's like, oh, the Vita is this so amazing and I love it. And then you have, you have like a small coalition of like Sosuke and, um, and Blake who just, they are all about, um, Musu games and Dynasty Warriors is the best thing ever. <laughs> and, and, and then you have like Bao who like will talk about a game that you otherwise hate, but then somehow you start thinking to yourself like, mm, maybe, maybe I might like this, you know, um, then you have, like, the ladies, like, like, Lady Pelvic, and, um, and, um, and Gab, who, you know, Gab is, is, like, um, she's, like, your modern chick who's, like, into everything that is popular among the, in the space, and fully involved in all these different communities, and then you have Lady Pelvic, who's, like, your hermit, gamer girl who's like she pops up every now and then and then she comes in with all this this game of facts that you didn't think existed and it, but it's, it's Ooh, so lala. well educated about it and so forth and so i've just noticed that it's it's been a a good experience um just chatting with him and but like with shadow like I, I, one of the things i think like shadow and i like we we see eye to eye on a lot of things like i may say something and i think like no one on the podcast is going to agree with me and then shadow's like i see where q's coming from i agree with you and i'm like yes <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Okay. <laughs> you know and um, and then i have my own personality as well you know i come in there and i support them waifus out there so um basically it's been fun <laughs> you know i'm out there like you know 
mad respect for the waifus and then sometimes you see someone because they do their pod the podcast is live so it's recorded live people are saying stuff in the moment and um sometimes you say something and everyone jumps on you <laughs> and sometimes you say something and everyone's on your side and i think there's a certain yeah. sort of like excitement that gives you kind of similar to like streaming i guess um there's an excitement yeah. you get with it and yeah, it's pretty chill so um, if you wanna, <laughs> you guys wanna listen to it, you know, it's HBMP podcast. It's on everything now. It, it used to only be on YouTube, but I, I, I kept telling Chad, like, Chad, you gotta put this out on other stuff. And then, I don't know if other people were saying it to him as well, but eventually he, he did. And now it's on, it's on YouTube, it's on, um, iTunes, it's on Spotify. It's pretty much everywhere you get podcasts. So, um, <laughs> just hop in, get your episodes. It's on Castbox, our place of podcastiness. You know, drop a review if you check it out. You know, if, if you've come from this podcast, if you come from That Beautiful Life, just make sure to mention Roger and I, you know, just be like, you know, I'm, I'm just here from That Beautiful Life, you know, just to, to bring that love over <laughs> to the HBMP crew. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, definitely check it out. Good podcast, such a good time. And, um, yeah, when, when we record, it's usually on a Sunday. So Sunday night, I went to bed at 3 a.m. because that's when we finish. But anyway, that's all we gotta go for the show. Beautiful people, Rog, you wanna say goodbye and let's get out of here. Let's um, let's get on with the day. Yep, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time. We had a good time recording this episode, mm-hmm. and I hope to have you here again, meaning <laughs> a week from now, about ish kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, you got all the. You got all the templates almost, mm-hmm. I was about to say, <laughs> when it comes to finding good games uh, and, of course, also the good telly. So with that said, take care of yourself. Be open-minded. Uh, reach out a hand to someone that you haven't really talked to before. Uh, well, be careful now. It's Corona, by the way. <laughs> Keep social distance. Maybe fist bump. Boop. Okay, guys, this was Roger Muffin. And Beautiful as always. And um, before we end the show, Rogers, one thing that you have not updated us on that I'm curious about, because you haven't updated me on, how's the YouTube thing coming about? Have you had any progress so far? Uh, yeah. Well, the, the only progress I can I can talk about is actually that YouTube is is emailing me every like second day, <laughs> telling me like for example yesterday I got another email. They're just saying, well, just wanted to let you know that we're still uh, working on fully recover your channel, mm-hmm. and that is what they're doing. And I just wrote back, oh, I just hope that it's not going to take one more week. <laughs> uh, it's two weeks now yeah. since the channel w- was hacked and and all, therefore also taken down. Mm-hmm. So that's all I can say for now, and of course, uh, well, you you will know. Mm-hmm. I will let you know immediately, of course, and I'll let you know also, also you guys here in in uh, in, in the podcast, mm-hmm. of course. So that, so that's that. Definitely, because I mean, I keep I keep checking your like I keep looking for it. like I, I see when you you post you post something on Splash. I'm like, okay, let me yeah. let me just see if it's back. You know, let me just check, and uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure it, it didn't come back and I didn't notice. You know, because I checked last night. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't see anything. So I was like, what if it came back and no. the name is different or something? I just didn't know. <laughs> so, um, so basically, yeah, um, you can find Rudge at, at 40 Splash Splash on Twitch, though. He is still streaming like a titan out there on the regular days, you know. <laughs> He's putting that up on, on the Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and on them Sundays. Am I correct? In, yeah, it's so ah! Just doing that good stuff. Um, and yep. you can still find him at Splash on YouTube and hopefully he'll be back with Splish as well in the future um, so you can find good he's still putting stuff up on, on Splash you go over there you, you subscribe you show some love to for, um, for our boy and um, you can find me at LP Guardian pretty much everywhere um, that's LP G-R-D-I-N that's kind of to you 
Um, and just to remind you guys, if you've forgotten how to spell splish and splash, it's 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 S P L A S H S P L E S H, and it's a, the number fourteen in the front of it. If you just you know want to make sure you you, you put that in properly. Um, but basically, yeah, <laughs> you can also find me at Simply Binge. That's where I stream at. You know, um, which we actually changed the name of of um of the YouTube channel um from the Button Smashers to Simply Binge now because it was just like. We've been cannibalized on YouTube because there's another channel named um, Button Smashers and it's it's like whatever you search yeah. the Button Smashers, that channel comes up first and they cannibalize on numbers at least as far as I'm concerned. So we ended up, <laughs> Tim and I had a chat and we ended up deciding, you know what, well, let's, let's just drop it and do Simply Binge. So the channel is now Simply Binge right, on good. YouTube as well. So it's not more uniform, more in line with everything. And so you can check us out mm. on YouTube at, at Simply Binge as well as LP Guardian pretty much everywhere else as well. So um, show that support, check us out. And with that guy, Thank you very much for listening to this episode of That Beautiful Life. Many beautiful people like you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, SimplyBinge.com, and elsewhere. And there's a company going to like it that we're giving away for free. So as always, guys, this has been queued for your pleasure.